Hello everyone, welcome to T. Smitty's History Shack, and today we are in Rome, Italy, talking about the one and only Nero, that's right, the fifth emperor of Rome, who is considered the most wicked and corrupt ruler Rome has ever seen, and quite honestly, he can be considered the most evil ruler of all time, but that is not what we were talking about today. So today we're just going to be talking about the history of Nero, and how he kind of came to rule, and some crazy things that he did within his span of ruling. Um, I hope you guys enjoy and sit back and relax. The year is 37 AD and Lucius Domitius Ahenobarbus or Nero was born. His father, Gnaeus Domitius Ahenobarbus, and also I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, so bear with me. Previously emperor, where he was emperor during Nero's birth or, or as he was a child, his mother, Julia Agrippina, who was also the great granddaughter of Emperor Augustus, who, just a heads up, was the first emperor of Rome after Caesar's assassination, um, was his mother. So that was his mother, that was his father, and that was the family that he was born into. His mother, however, was just straight up crazy. She was absolutely insane. She ended up killing her own husband and Nero's father with poisonous mushrooms and then ran off to marry her uncle, Claudius, who then became emperor of Rome. So Nero, being very little age, had already lost his father at this point, and his mother is just insane. Um, Claudius had a son of his own, Britannicus, who was, as we all know, was going to be next up to rule, as would any other royal family have done. Um, but this was not in Agrippina's plans. Her plan was to make sure that Nero became emperor of Rome by any means whatsoever. So she ended up persuading Claudius to the point where not only did he give Nero secession for emperor, he also gave his own daughter, Octavia, remember her, to be married. Um, this made Agrippina happy in the moment. She was like, all right, I'm getting what I want. And then after she got what she wanted, she ended up murdering Britannicus and then murdered Claudius himself. Not only that, but she also continued to murder advisors that got in her way of making Nero emperor. Once all of her adversaries were gone, Agrippina had the Praetorian Guard make Nero Emperor at just 17 years old in 54 AD. So this is just kicking off when Nero became or was becoming Emperor. And so Nero, young, young adult, kind of being introduced to this whole different world and this whole different lifestyle with tons of different responsibilities. Now, as you may have heard, Nero is this crazy, wicked ruler but that's not how we started out. Despite his upbringing, he actually started out very, very well. He did some beneficial acts, such as allowing more independence in the Senate, and then he did some other things, and he ended dominance of corrupt freedmen, which was harming Rome. He was doing good things, and then not only that, but the government eliminated capital punishment, they lowered taxes. You know, the vibe, the vibe was strong, and it was good, and good. it was a good vibe in Rome at this point. Um, even then, Nero pardoned people who plotted against him, he was very calm, sweet, and even according to scholars, he was a charming, charming young man to be around. He loved arts, he loved singing, he loved acting, he just loved the arts altogether. Now, this is very nice now, but it gets a ton, ton worse just a few years later. Nero's predecessors or successors left him to pursue his own pleasures after seeing the many good things he was doing in Rome. They're like, okay, we see you're kind of maturing, we'll give you some more room to operate. Well, this is a very poor decision. This led to a ton of irresponsibility. Um, as 
Nero continued to grow and prosper. He became he began to slip away from his mother's grasp and his mother's control. This made her mad, so she plotted to kill her own son. Um, this made Nero upset, and so he planned to kill her and make it look like an accident by getting two ships to collide together with her mother being on one of those ships. And somehow, in God's great kingdom, she survived, and obviously not for long because Nero then hired an assassin to kill his mother and then make it look like a suicide just because she angered Nero and plotted to kill him. No, no reason to kill someone, though. Um, shortly after that, he ended up killing his own wife, Octavia, if you remember from before, was Claudius's daughter, who was very loyal and very, very caring towards Nero, everything you would want in a wife, but she was barren. This made Nero very, very upset. He abused Octavia, treated her very poorly. He had affairs with women and ended up marrying one of the women he had an affair with, who he possibly have had gotten pregnant. And so because of this, he divorced Octavia, banished her, and wanted nothing to do with her. Now this made the people of Rome very, very upset. They loved Octavia, and so they started to rebel. They ran through the streets with statues, not statues, but um, pictures and posters and just everything that you could imagine had to do with Octavia. They were running through the streets with like statues and, and everything like we want. They just, they just wanted Octavia back. They were upset. They, were, they loved Octavia and they could not believe that Nero would have done such a horrendous thing, you know, and this didn't really bother Nero. Nero's like, okay, well, all right, what are my options here? I can either A, marry Octavia back, which is probably not going to happen, or B, I could kill her and make everyone fear me. So he decided that that was the better option. So he ended up murdering Octavia, or killing Octavia to strike fear into the people. This is only beginning the craziness that was about to begin. Around 59 AD, Nero began to drive or give public performances in the streets. He was singing, dancing, was in the theater. He loved it. He dreamed of being in the arts rather than actually ruling Rome because, you know, he was kind of forced into it. And then shortly after that, he was chilling in a villa just 35 miles away from Rome in Antium when Rome caught fire. It, Rome burnt for well over a week. 70% of Rome was destroyed and this was a huge, huge, huge hit for Rome during this time. Nero rushes back home. He takes immediate action, giving shelter and food to all the citizens and made immediate plans to build Rome. However, what was wrong with this is that he decided to build himself a ginormous golden palace that took up one third of Rome and just to make himself feel happy. So this did not make the, the people happy either. They kind of came to the conclusion that he burnt Rome on purpose just so that he could get his pretty golden palace. And so this kind of made people uneasy and they started to slowly turn against Nero. In 66 AD, Nero visits Greece for just over a year to kind of take a break and step away from being an emperor of a giant nation. He falls in love with the Greek art and culture. As you know, we said it before, he just absolutely loves art. He loves music. He loves everything to do with it. And Greece is a place where you would want to go if you're interested in those things. Um, after being gone for just over a year, he returns in 68 AD just to find out that the rebellion is even larger than before. This kind of has Nero trapped, and then this ultimately leads to the Senate condemning him and being able to sentence him to death after a bunch of work that was being done in that area. And then, obviously, Nero doesn't want to die. 
So he flees and ultimately commits suicide by stabbing himself in the throat, um, which is a very gruesome and unfortunate way to go out. But that is how Nero ends up dying and the fifth emperor of Rome is no longer alive and on to the next emperor. So thank you all for listening. This is the short and quick history and story of Nero. Um, As we've seen before, And we continue to see people grow up in very, very difficult, harsh backgrounds. Um, Did this have anything to do with how he ruled? Um, I don't know. I'll I'll let you guys decide that. I believe that it did. I believe that the harsh... um, I I don't want to say rule, but the harsh um, example that his mother was setting for him, I feel like had a lot to do with um, what he did in the future. And especially when your own mother kills everyone you know and then threatens to kill you, definitely can kind of mess with you mentally. Um, But, you know, I'll let you guys decide for yourselves. Um, Thank you all for listening, and this is T-Smitty's History Shack.